friends, and welcome to the Impossible Things Podcast, where the greatest minds in the universe answer the world's toughest questions. Until they arrive, we will be talking about the same questions. I'm Jimmy. With me today are Jesse. Thank you. And Kyle. Why am I always last? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's your rightful place. Oh, oh ouch. Saving Alph- the best for last. Alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So How alphabetically? Kyle. JJK. Oh, why are you going off a first name and not last? Because then you'd be first. Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So today we're talking about zombies. So, are zombies impossible? Yes. (laughs) Shock. I am so shocked that you would be the first to say it was impossible. Why is that, Kyle? Because you you always say it's impossible. (laughs) I'm not shocked. Not Because all these things are impossible. I mean, that's, that's, I that's, that. it is that's called why they're on the things. podcast, I suppose. Uh, that's true. Naysayer. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's talk about the definition of a zombie really quick. So what, what do we mean by, by do we mean classic, uh, what, are, what are some good movie references? I, I, I think I think the traditional sense of what we mean by zombie, like what is currently in the, in the, the media of zombies, like World War Z or I Am Legend, any of those, some medical... Medically induced, accidental, mind-altering, bring us back to base humanity type of, uh, of uh, I, I don't know, response in, in humans to make us more animalistic, I suppose. I see. Okay. So by that definition, is Lord of the Flies a zombie Ooh. story? I, probably. I mean, like, I mean if, if we're using the definition I just gave, then I would have to say yes, but that's, I mean, that was, I just gave broad strokes, though. That was that was not necessarily caused by a parasite or some form of virus. No, that was a situation. It was a, it was I a mean, environment caused I that. I don't think anybody lost their reason. They just had different reasons for behaving. That's, that's I agree. I think that, so then I think by that definition, no, it's not a zombie story. But so, I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I Am Legend is a, I, I really, first of all, let me, say because this will influence my entire end of the discussion i don't really like zombie movies i don't like horror movies i don't like anything having to do with those types of things however i have watched a couple and the couple that i i watched i appreciated the story didn't like the movie and so i am legend i really appreciated because it 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 really it made it made it it, it made the concept of of zombies on you know in mass like made made it make sense like because if there was a if there was a, a an inoculation for cancer everybody would get that everybody would be running in droves to go get that for the most part like i mm-hmm. think people would say oh i don't want cancer i'm going to go get the, the 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 cancer shot right and so that that's essentially if i remember that story correctly that's that's what happens everybody does that well it ends up you know mutating brain cells and they all return to this like base state of mind and start eating each other strangely and uh, uh and, and that, that our base legend. i think we're uh, below our base then yeah <laughs> i mean that's mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think that that's animalistic. I mean, it's cannibalistic. That's for sure. But, but it was it was a behavior that was driven from an out like an outside body that had come in inside. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like it's a, just, a parasite or something. Yeah, it was yeah, the virus. It, that, well, yeah. I mean, I think every traditional zombie thing though is synthetic, and I think that what would make it a possibility would be something that's not really synthetic. I don't think we as human beings would really cause something that specific of, you know. I mean, there was those guys like licking battery acid in Florida a couple of years ago, eating each other's faces or whatever that was. But that was pretty crazy. That's like the only synthetic thing close to like 
reality of zombies that I can think of. But I, I just I would think that if zombie if the if a zombie apocalypse as as everybody thinks of it would would it were to exist, I think it would be something external like mm-hmm. like a plant or or oh, yeah. some other situation. A fun guy. <laughs> you sure are a fun guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, why don't you explain why that just came up? Uh, okay, just Jesse and I were talking about it off off podcast a little bit. We we're talking about a, a fungus that is in once I find the website, fungus that's in a country somewhere, not here. Thank goodness. Basically, what it does is that it it spores into the brain of an ant and it changes the ant's thinking, and so the ant instead of wanting to eat and and build and go back to the 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 anthill or whatever it it now all it does is has the desire to climb as high as it can climb and once it gets to the very top of wherever it's climbing it just sits there and dies and then this fungus bores out of its brain and then it's it's really we'll post a couple of the pictures on (laughs) on our blog because they're really awesome and disturbing and basically the fungus definitely disturbing the fungus spores out of this poor ant's brain and then spreads that's pretty ants. cool it is <laughs> i mean looking cool for the fungus maybe not for the ant hey yeah. man it's the circle of life <laughs> it's true does it move us all most of us <laughs> but yeah so that that's a positive i mean there's that that is an example right now of something taking over something else, mental thought. Now, granted, a human's mind is a little bit more complex than an ant's mind. At least I would like to think so. Yeah, but I mean, but there are things that were al- that will alter you as a human in your brain, which will make you respond. I mean, like uh, you hear about those people on speed that are like jumping like ten-story buildings. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, in a single them. bound. In a single bound. But they're like you know, damage causing damage to themselves, obviously. But they they don't they don't know that. Like they just don't respond like that, or they're you know jumping cars that are driving and stuff like that. They've inhibited their pain. Yeah, and and their adrenaline's maxed out, mm-hmm. and so they can do they seemingly can do things that are superhuman. Not really, but yeah, but like that's the I like I I mean if there oh it's it's rough because like if there was a drug that was to do. I don't know to make you do other things like those kids in Florida eating each other's mm-hmm. faces like that. If that was to affect a lot of people, that'd be very, I don't know, panic striking. <laughs> it would be, I mean, do you, do you think something can spread like that? Cause we have a lot of, I mean, I mean, it's the, the world is not as dirty as it used to be. It's a lot cleaner. So I, I don't know if, I mean, people started washing their hands a lot more just because of the whole, the, the plague happened. Which mm-hmm. didn't the plague just happen again? Wasn't there a plague somewhere recently? There's always a plague. Yeah, I mean no. there there really is. It's it it's easier to control now. I think just because of the information age and in you know ingenuity. I think like people people are a lot more careful. Right. Sometimes too careful, in my opinion. But I like that. See that, and that's the thing. Is like I think I I think the only way that makes a zombie apocalypse possible is by individual choice. I don't think it would spread like the, oh, I got bit by a zombie, now I'm a zombie. Like, I just don't see that happening. So it's not bloodborne, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, maybe it could be. I just don't, but that just doesn't seem feasible to me. It really it really feels like it's something, like the I Am Legend thing f- feels so possible because people, of course, would jump at the chance to get a vaccine for something mm-hmm. that's seemingly uncurable. Like, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And that, like, yeah, I, that just seems more like individual choice. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, but like, I think zombies by traditional definition is like something that's transferable by touch, bite, 
bite usually i would say bodily fluids bodily fluids mm. don't spit on me zombie yeah. like you know i that's I they, just they always do they always <laughs> do because they're just so rude uh, well you're talking about the traditional uh, the traditional idea of zombies and i don't know what that is because the zombie stories are only as old as the 30s mm-hmm. so but the uh the idea of zombies comes from uh haiti voodoo folklore mm-hmm. and they would so the like the medicine man of their tribes would they would give this oh i found the name of it this is from anthropology.msu.edu mm. oh. msu what school this is that's just, probably just for Grinch. michigan state since okay there's a little spartan on that just making sure well in this article you you may find because we'll put it on the website correct they don't have the name of the drug and everything that they administered, but basically it would slow down a, a person's heart rate so much that the community would think that they were dead mm-hmm. and they would bury that person. And then the, the shaman or whoever, whatever they call their, their guy would go and, and administer like the antidote and that person would come back to consciousness. And so, it, that was a zombie. It was just somebody who they thought was dead who'd come back to life and that they would like come out of the grave and, I guess hmm. they would have some kind of altered altered state of behavior. They wouldn't actually be the same at anymore after that. Hmm. No, it doesn't sound like a fun prank anymore. Sounds yeah. like uh sounds like a pretty <laughs> those <life>. shaman <laughs> pranksters. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, got you guys. <laughs> but I think from so from that, uh all this other modern folklore has has uh, just come up and then so all the things like the bodily transfer of the zombie state and the the vicious zombies that attack you and the hordes and things and the the arms falling off and they don't notice or mm-hmm. you know all that other stuff is it's just part of the legend that's come up since that time since yeah. uh, sci-fi and maybe and we should other writers have been writing maybe we should tackle this in pieces then maybe maybe the the first thing we should talk about is is the actual could there be developed or could there something that exist that could take over human thought and we'll start there and then we can maybe Hmm. go to can it spread to the body and then make the body immobile and then make the body or like can like how far could this virus actually affect us is it even a virus or i mean maybe 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 it is a synthetic drug maybe it's not maybe it is a fungus like Mm -hmm. i mean it really could be i i really don't i just can't see it being any anything other than those three things i wouldn't think it would be like a mind control device could the fungus that infects ants infect a person I don't know. To be honest with you, it's they a little scary. I haven't said that it ha- has or could. I feel like we should volunteer Jimmy to see if it is possible. <laughs> Are insects warm or cold-blooded? That uh, blood? I don't know if they have blood. I, I don't think they're blooded. Because I, if I remember correctly, there I think they mosquitoes have blood. Mosquitoes do. Yeah, but mine. <laughs> yeah, there are. Uh, I think aren't. I I really hope one of you corrects me because I'm not I'm not sure if this is true or not. I think plants and, and insects and reptiles are a lot more susceptible to, to viruses and parasites and things because w- mammals are warm-blooded so we have a we have a way higher we can we get fevers and we can burn up we have a pretty good defense system against parasites and against viruses and things like that i mean obviously there are some things that that's not it it's because we can wash our hands <laughs> okay i think you're right no, but I'm wondering. Well, if we have immune maybe- systems. I feel. I feel like I. This is probably going to be. This. This is way out of left field. I feel like uh, 
cold-blooded things, reptiles and insects and such, I guess. They don't have immune systems. I think only warm-blooded anythings have immune systems. That might not be true, though. Hang on. I'm going to get up. Because, like, I mean... If it's not true, someone will correct us in a week when this comes out. Dogs and cats and such, I think, also have immune systems, but... You know, my fish. But I think that's a... My fish does not. <laughs> I think that's a huge my factor fish. is, like, how well can, can these bodies, like, how well can humans defend against viruses and fungi and, and all kinds of stuff? And I think we defend pretty well. It hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying that it wouldn't happen in the future. Well, that, that that's... I, but that is truly why I think it's got to be synthetic is because, like, it, it just, like... It, not that we've discovered everything on the planet yet, but, I mean, come on. Like... I feel like we would be hearing these stories a lot more if, if it was even close to being true that there's some like, you know, mind altering fungi that'll make you a zombie or a zombie like that's just out there in nature. That's why I think it's something that we create, but I just don't think that that's possible either. Like if you I Google zombie apocalypse, you will find that it's happening somewhere. Always. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that, but now I have to do that. <laughs> you can always find one. Allegedly starting mm-hmm. now. Well, well. Also, I play I I play that app Plague Inc. Have you ever played that that game? No. Oh, good. that app is addicting. Uh, this is actually a very morbid game. It's a strategy game, and you 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 have a map of the Earth, and you are essentially a virus, and you mutate, and you infect one country, and what your goal is is to spread through all like the. The boating, like all the ferry, and like all all the boats, all the planes, all the people moving, and you basically try to infect the world and kill every every person in a record amount of time. What's it called? That it's called Plague Inc. That sounds awesome. <laughs> At first, you're like, I don't feel good about playing this game. I'm just killing, and then like in like an hour, you're like, No, I almost killed everybody. <laughs> I almost infected the planet. Yeah, and they have different you. It, you, they have different settings to where like you can be a bacteria and you spread really slowly or you you can be virus or you can be you could make people freak out and you can mutate and make people vomit it's oh dear jesse so i just found this article on the googles <laughs> oh yeah called zombie apocalypse uh, zombie apocalypse drug reaches us this is not a joke graphic image in parentheses which is uh Yep, that's definitely a graphic image. Uh, graphic in the sense of violent, not graphic in the sense of sexual. But uh, much like I had surmised, it is a synthetic drug. It's highly addictive, aggressively eats through flesh. And, I mean, this comes this comes from a CBS affiliate, so it's not really like an outlandish news source. I'll post it to our, our page. I mean, it's not like it came from Fox News. <laughs> You keep your political handlings to yourself. Apparently, immune systems in uh, reptiles are a thing. Oh, cool. And, oh, cool. And insects, too. Oh, that's good to know. Well, there goes my theory. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just They're different. Jump. They're I'm different than back. what we have, but I didn't get into it that much. I'm going to jump back really quick and just say, if anybody offers you crocodile or crocodile, I don't know. It says crocodile, but <laughs> don't take it. <laughs> It will eat your skin. But all the kids are doing it. Everyone's eating mm. skin. It's uh, it's funny. It's a form of morphine. It looks like, and it's, mm. it has a similar effect, Ugh. a similar effect as heroin, but is significantly cheaper and easier to make. See, that's the stuff that that frightens me. Is like when it's close, 
when it's similar to something that we use every single day right. in every hospital on the planet. Wait, we use heroin every single day? No, no. morphine. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's just it's got heroin a base. it's around. got a base of morphine, but I mean it's more they say it's more like heroin because mm. like the the drug is actually known as desomorphine. Mm. I just the, the fact that it's a it's highly available. It it's, it seems what to else be. What does it do? It, it's your skin, but what else? Does it alter your mental state? That's interesting. I will uh, I will continue to look, but because that doesn't sound much like a the ingredients are codeine, iodine, and red phosphorus. Oh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Those things sounds, are all, sounds sounds all things that you can find. By the way, disclaimer here, we did not teach you how to make this. <laughs> maybe we'll edit that. Yeah, right, maybe. <laughs> the ingredients <laughs> to a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, right. As heard on Impossible Things <laughs> podcast. A uh, cookbook. <laughs> I, do not, uh, I do not see anything in here that says anything about mind-altering. Nah, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's cool. I mean, we, we we don't. Is it is it actually a real thing though, or is it something that? I, it looks like it's a real thing. Like they they cite several several sources, like CBS News and Time how Magazine. Is it, how is it transferred? Is it just if you get injection? The, that's the only thing. Well, so no bites, no bodily fluid. No, it doesn't look like it. It so it, here here's what the article says. Like desomorphine didn't originate in Russia, which is where they're saying this massive outbreak in quotes is. Uh, desomorphine didn't originate in Russia. The potent painkiller was patented in the United States in 1934. It only became a recreational drug about 10 years ago when it surfaced in Siberia. The Independent reported in 2011 that up to 5% of Russian drug dealers have used crocodile, as many as 100,000 people. Uh, this, this woman, whose name I can't pronounce, a former user in Russia, told the Independent that when she used, used to inject it, she was, quote, dreaming of heroin or of something that feels clean and not like poison, but you can't afford it, so you keep doing that crocodile until you die, end quote. Wow. So don't do drugs. Especially that one. Yeah, that one sounds pretty bad. It, it, the, the picture that's on the website is... It's gruesome. Are we going to post that? I'm posting the article, but there's definitely a picture at the bottom. Oh. Sorry, everybody. Oh. This article was posted, by the way, on September 26th of this year. So this was not that long ago. It was a couple of days ago. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at all the pictures of, of the fungus that infects the ant. That is... That that is you some, definitely should not. That is some brutal... Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> that is some brutal... Oh, wow. So uh, Mother Nature like is mean. Mother Nature is mean, but humanity is meaner, yeah. I assure you. So I think this idea that, that zombieism is passed by blood or saliva... Is probably from rabies. Probably, like that's the only thing I could think of that would originate that idea. Mm -hmm. Is that is that like rabies? Because is there anything else that's transferred that way, like disease-wise? I don't think there I is. Think bacterial, viral. I think most viral born. Right. Yes, are. but I mean, as far as like things that are traditionally transferred by bite, not by saliva transfer or other other like blood transfer or anything oh, like so that. You're saying it has to get into your blood. Well, like I, but like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I'm racking my brain, trying to think of if anything else that we always relate the transfer of it to a bite. The only thing I can think of is rabies. Like More you, you don't bite me. You don't bite me and give me chicken pox. You know, like, or AIDS. Or AIDS. Turns like, out, like 
that's that's a blood transfer usually like that's that's the traditional thought doesn't mean it can't happen from a bite but that's you know like does that make sense what i'm saying is that the one of the points that i was reading in here is saying that that bites are actually a really ineffective way of spreading disease the reason why it works with rabies which they talk about is uh is because the bacteria is actually living on the mouth itself and that's the uh, oh that's the, see there we go so really it's it that's why it works with rabies you but, have that article yeah we should definitely post that to the will i'll send page. it to you it's wonderful it's the seven reasons it's on it it's some of it's good some of it's not part of the article is okay it's it's uh, the seven reasons why a zombie apocalypse is impossible but they talk about things like Oh, because zombies can't handle the cold or they can't handle the heat, which I don't think is true at all. Uh, well, well, we don't know anything about zombies because they're not real. Exactly. Yeah, I don't true. think it's relevant to the topic. I don't think those things are relevant to the mm-hmm. topic. I always hate when people disprove things with... Uh, they disprove things that don't exist. In with, a fictional with, with world things with that, fictional logic. Right. Yeah. With things that... How, how would you know? How would you know they can't handle the cold or the heat? We don't know that. That's silly. Uh, I think it's why I like us talking about this kind of stuff because we, we try to stay as practical as possible. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's that's where that, we're that is our goal at least. We try to. Make this is it. not the impractical things podcast. That's a whole <laughs> different set of people. Yeah, those guys are mean. Well, I've I've definitely referenced what I think my favorite zombie story movie is. I mean, there's there's definitely a handful of sets of them. I really like I Am Legend just because I think it's the most realistic as far as the outbreak, the cause of the outbreak. But uh, what are your guys' favorite instances in literature or movies? That one's definitely believable. I think the movie was better because it, it it highlighted a lot of things about humanity. I agree. And, and, yeah. and using a zombie was was cool because it contrasted humanity with not humanity, <clears throat> which right. is an interesting thing that I when I found when I, when I was looking around for this, I stumbled across the use of zombies in philosophy. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Do it's, share. Uh, so I I came across this on Stanford. Uh, edu. You always look at the educational sites. Me and Jimmy are Wikipedia's. Well, they have a lot of good information. I agree. And uh, those, those I'm colleges. Start, I'm going to start citing stuff from the chive.com. <laughs> <laughs> Please this don't. is from the chive. Uh, uh, Please that would don't. be entertaining. Uh, those, guys are, those guys are pretty smart. I'm pretty sure it would be pretty accurate. So they use, it, uh, they use a zombie as, a, uh, as just kind of a placeholder for not conscious, non-consciousness. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about a human being that has no consciousness... Then they, they just say, well, I was explaining this to Becky and, and um, she was like, well, why would you use a zombie in philosophy? And I said, well, instead of saying, imagine a person with no consciousness and no control over their body, but they still have all the, the physical features of a, of a person and, mm-hmm. and the motor skills. Around, yeah. And they go around causing violence. Why don't you just say a zombie? Cause that's basically what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. exactly. An- so, analogous in that sense. So there's a this article is pretty cool. It's uh, we'll post it. It's uh, Plato.stanford.edu entries zombies, but it's got it's got a lot of stuff, a lot of information on how they're used in in philosophy, the idea of zombies, zombies and the and physicalism. You know, they're physical physically present but mentally, mm-hmm. and, uh, or they have some altered state of of drive, mental drive. So that was interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Is that your favorite instance of zombies? In literature? In literature. No. For that one, I went way back. Oh, how far back did you way go? Way back. Uh-oh. Way back. So that in, in American literature, it's only uh, zombies have only been around for, I think I read 1932. Like 100 years-ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we're being generous. Yeah. So, but I thought of something that I'd read once. 
And if I can find it. Not more than once, huh? Yeah, probably more than (laughs) once. (laughs) (laughs) But you definitely know this story. It's from Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel in the Bible. Oh, that is old. And uh, I actually wanted to read the text because I, I should have marked the place, but I didn't mark the place. I wanted to read the text because it's it's pretty interesting. Well, we'll let you look it up. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, I'm a really big Walking Dead fan. You I like would Walking be. Dead quite a bit. You would be. Why, why, why would? It be? Because it's a really good show. <laughs> no, you've got your finger on the pulse of America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like I like Walking Dead. Um, I like the story. I like the the drama of the of the people. But in that in that scenario. Uh, they currently don't know, like the zombies have, are outbreaked and they're they're they, they just mm-hmm. call them, they just call them walkers because it's 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 that's pretty a, much their only function. Yeah, it's in a world. Uh, what I like about the story too is that it's in a world where like all these other zombie movies don't exist. So right. They don't have the word zombie in the show at all. So they just oh, call that's, that's they call everyone walkers. They have their own lingo for everything because it's in a universe that doesn't have like the 1930s on of like horror. They call films. them what? Walkers. Oh, like my in-laws. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and this is my test to see if my father-in-law actually listens to this. <laughs> You're going to test that with a fight? If I I don't show up for the next recording session, guys, we know three (laughs) weeks previous, I was beat. (laughs) Uh, I I, thought um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies was kind of interesting. Oh, I haven't read that yet. Is it pretty good? I I haven't read it. Uh, It definitely uh, piqued my interest. Oh, yes. (laughs) But in The Walking Dead, they don't know why everyone's infected, but everyone is infected. I really do. I love the poeticism of those kinds of stories where it's like, okay, there's this assumed idea of zombies Mm -hmm. where we always think there's a patient zero, right? Like that's usually a point of concern in the story. Mm -hmm. But like, I love, I love successful uh, works of like cinema Mm -hmm. or TV that, uh, that kind of shirk that thing. Like, well, we're we're not going to try to come up with some cheeky story as to how this happened mm-hmm. and how there is a patient zero. We're just going to assume that there was because that's not the part of the story we're trying to tell. Yeah. And how many seasons did they have or have they had? Uh, I think they're on four or five. five yeah, I mean, four? like, so they've gone four years without ever having to define two? why this happened. That's yeah, amazing. I feel like I'm way off. Hold on. It's got to be like two or three. But even, even still, if they've gone more than one, they've gone much longer than most people do. In a 90-minute mm-hmm. movie, they feel like they have to explain it to you in the first 10 minutes. So. Yeah. Allow me to read to you from the big book. The big book? (laughs) Okay. Where is this again? This is in uh, the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 37. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, 
This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Wow. That's creepy. A zombie Isn't army? That's Isn't that kind of creepy? Ezekiel, commander Ezekiel. of the first zombie army of the even, Lord. Don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that in school. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, one I missed. Yes, that's uh, <laughs> that's definitely zombie literature, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible. Oh, yeah. wow. That's pretty well, impressive. I, I have another interesting question we don't typically have, but I thought about it while we were talking, having this discussion, uh, is that there's a there's a man we work with who has a, a strong affinity for zombies Dwayne Dwayne mm-hmm. you guys know Dwayne mm-hmm. he he was talking to me years ago about uh, about how he thinks the easiest place to fortify in a zombie apocalypse might be California Adventure really the Disneyland Park the Disneyland Park California Adventure interesting are you familiar I've, I've been there oh, okay. Jim, Jimmy, are you familiar? Yeah, a few times. Okay. Why would it be so easy to fortify? Disney has fi- like 15-foot gates around everything and can completely lock down the property if need be. It has you know, barbed wire and, stu- and such. There are limited access points. I-, I could see it being fairly easy to to fortify. Are we talking about fortification or just fortification or like if the outbreak started? Um, no, no, no. Not containment. Okay. Fortification. Okay. That's... So, so the, the unaffected are inside and the affected are outside? Correct. Infected? Infected. Infected and non-affected. Oh, what? <laughs> so that being said, what, uh, what have, have you ever thought about where, where you would be and would want to fortify? Because I, I don't see that as being as practical as I was told. But mm. I, could, I could see points to why, but I'm just curious what you think. We always talked about my, my high school theater being a really good place to what what high school theater is oh it's the upland high school it's the high parent or the high parent it's the it's the highlander auditorium the uh what are the features of it that make it so it was built in the 60s so it's like we don't have any like it we don't have studs it's just concrete the whole building is just it's just a big it's all concrete it's very sturdy Mm. there's a lot of glass in the lobby but it's a very strong fortified little little place but other, than, other than the lobby though i, yeah. I there's i mean there's no windows it's like a no roll door doors. and a stage door right yeah. that's it on the back there's a roll door couple, which could be a couple fixed. emergency exits on yeah. the sides and that's all really sturdy heavy fire doors like it would be a really good place i most theaters actually would be a pretty most theaters yeah, that's an interesting thought yeah have a lot of really good fire doors they and have no uh, windows and lots of doors hey is the birds a zombie movie yeah but the the zombies are birds Oh, it's still it's still pretty freaky. Oh, we can it's talk about that. It's incredibly scary. If the if the fung, I mean, is the ant technically a zombie? I think he is. Oh yeah, zombie, at that point, zombie the, ants is what they're called. Zombie yeah. zombie of climbing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> One thing that I thought was interesting about zombies too is that it uh, it really plays upon fear. Oh yeah, fear of death, but yeah, fear of fear of people coming back to life. Mm-hmm. One of the things I read was that. They started putting um, rocks on headstones. Hey, no, oh, headstones oh, yeah, on yeah, people's yeah. heads so that the people couldn't come out of the grave to hold them down. That's yeah. There's a there's a couple of cool pictures. I would have Isn't I would, that weird. I, I don't have a. It's I like people have, have been afraid of, of the dead reanimating for for a, a very long, long time. time. Probably yeah. since Ezekiel. Probably. I wonder if that's where they where they there, afraid. There are pictures on the internet of uh, tombstones 
and grave sites that have been around since like I want to say the 1800s or something, but they have actual gates around the like it's an actual fenced off mm-hmm. a fenced off uh, grave because they're they were afraid of the time like it's wrought iron grates that are holding this uh, right above this little cage above the grate because they were afraid of reanimation. I was taught Knott's Berry Farm put them around the the graves there just to keep people from stepping on them. Are you? Pro- <laughs> that's probably another <laughs> reason. Maybe they were. Uh, Trying yeah. to protect against grave robbers too. Oh yeah, just oh. just just dig around it. Mm-hmm. Oh, under the fence. There, yes, yeah. you could definitely go under the fence. Pretty smart. Mm. Mm. Crafty, I am. So Jesse, where would you fortify if there was a zombie apocalypse? I I'd probably be one of the zombies. Would you? Yeah, you'd be fortifying against me. Fair enough. So where would you fortify? <laughs> My wife's high school, actually. Uh, if you, if you, if you, there's an astonishing amount of these in California. I'm assuming that there's probably a lot nationally, but there's a lot of high schools that are designed by architects that typically design prisons. Hers is one of them. It's Brea Linda High School in Brea, California. Mm-hmm. There are very limited entrances, very limited exits, lots of high cinder block walls, lots of, uh, lots of awnings. Awnings protecting, you know, it, it, I mean that granted that concept is to keep people in, but really what you're looking for is limited access with high walls or just difficult to difficult to scale slash difficult to stay on, uh, you know, walls. I don't know. I think, I think, I think Braille into high school. That's, that's where, that's where I would fortify. But, uh, I, I I thought the concept of a theme park was very, very curious. Hmm. Not to farm would probably just build build uh, walls around them and call it uh, haunt all year. <laughs> <laughs> Come just see try, real zombies. You can escape to, escape just, real zombies. Try to make. Have you been? Have you seen the Universal scared thing that's based on Walking Dead? Have you seen any of that stuff? No, I, I, as I stated at the top of this, I don't like horror films. Oh, I don't like would, being scared. I do not go to Knott's Berry Farm or Universal at all from September to November. My, my brother, my, my comedian brother, hates horror. Like, he just ha- absolutely hates scary things. And it's he, understandable. He got, he got dragged to this Universal thing, and he was like, it was, I appreciated how scary it was. I was terrified the whole time. Oh, I, I, and I can't handle that. I can't handle that feeling. So, like, at, as some theme parks have, they have, like, a hub in the center to where you can get to all the lands, essentially, yes. right? Yeah. So, in Universal, that entire hub is filled with nine feet tall fog that you can only see, like, a foot in no, front of you. thank you. And hidden inside the fog are zombies that will just reach out and grab you, and you have you have no choice but to travel through this hub in order to get to other places. No, thank you. <laughs> see? So, this is why I can't handle it. So so he told me that, great. and I was like, nope, never going. Right. I'm, well, I'll, I'll never go to either of them. Anyway, so... The end of, at the end of our discussion is the, is are are zombies impossible like really uh, you, there's some evidence saying that they are there's some evidence saying that they're not it's kind of i I think they're probable I think a virus can be I just don't know i I think I just I, don't think it'd be in the traditional sense that's no. I think it, I think zombies are possible just not the way we always think of them mm-hmm. much much like anything else that we don't know the most about we start making things up and I think that the possibility starts to scrape away the more stuff is made up. And so I think that zombies are only possible in, in the sense that in a technicality, I really think that that's it. Is that some mind altering thing 
would I, do it, but that's it. I also think that humans are very good at killing things that they don't understand. Agreed. So I think I think if we ever get a whiff of a zombie apocalypse, we'll just eradicate it, <laughs> and, then, and then life will go on. Jimmy Donahue for president. Yep. Uh, it, I don't know. Humans haven't changed very much. If, no, if things, no, no. We, ten, we tend to kill us, what we, kill we yeah. We <laughs> tend to kill what we fear. Jesse, uh, are we asking whether it's possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have not heard anything in the last amount of time that we've been talking about this that leads me to believe anything different than I believed at the start. Which which, which means an emphatic, it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the topic is on the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, so what are we talking about next week? Yeah, What's yeah, yeah. Next week? Is next week holodecks? I think we're going to talk about holodecks. Holodecks! You boys will have to explain to me exactly what you mean by holodeck. I'm not really sure. This one's all Kyle. Oh, well, I will tell you <laughs> next week. Oh. Sounds good. Does while, it? He, while he looks it up, uh, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Ha! Yeah, while, while Kyle looks it up and figures out. Well, I mean, like the, the, the gist of it is, is that it's, it, I mean, the concept of holodecks, at least in that terminology, is from Star Trek. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's an interesting impossibility that we will discuss next week. Is it like a holiday? No, it's definitely not a holiday. It could be a holiday, though, actually. It could be. Might not be, but it could be. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So if you guys have any more questions or comments uh, or topic suggestions, please email us at impossiblethingspodcast at uh, gmail.com. Uh, you also can go to impossiblethingspodcast.com and you can actually see we, we post articles and you know we have a, all kinds of fun stuff on there. You can also follow us on Twitter on impthingpodcast, I-M-P-T-H-N-G, uh, podcast, and that's at Twitter. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.